Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. This is the Inside Connection. I'm Dr. Craig Martin here with my co-host, Christina. Hi. Hi. Oh, I, I am happy to be here. I was going to say welcome, but you're welcoming me, so <laughs> I got a little tongue-tied. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, welcoming you. I actually don't have to welcome you. You're here with me, and, and we're doing it together, so we're welcoming everybody else who's listening to the show tonight. We have a really interesting topic because we were just covering how beautiful it is that the moon is up there with the um, visible planets in Capricorn and that the moon is also in Capricorn and that we can see Saturn, Jupiter, and Capricorn all in an alignment. And if we had super bionic eyes, we would be able to see that Pluto is right there clustered in with those three. So we have four major uh, astronomy celestial bodies all grouped in what's called a stellium or in common language we call it an alignment right we call it the like certain kinds of alignments and public public calls them alignments right oh did you hear about the alignment and the alignment and in astrology we call those alignment stelliums it means that planets are clustered in one group of energy and that energy right now is capricorn moon and capricorn Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto all in Capricorn. It's a really nice energy, um, especially if you're looking to get things done. It helps you to focus and uh, brings great responsibility to your actions. It talks about the importance of the responsibility that we have to ourselves and others. It makes us not shy of doing work, and Mm. it brings us the rewards of our public reputation and our status in society based on what it is that we're capable of giving. I love that. Yeah. I think that um, it's Capricorn sometimes doesn't get enough um, uh, shine about how much, um, you know, success and rewards you get, you know, usually you think of Saturn or Capricorn um, being about the heavy work, which is a huge part of it, but, um, out of any other sign, that's the one that gets to enjoy such success because it's the concept of working really hard for a very long time and finally making a breakthrough, finally having ease, finally getting you know reward. a reward. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right. reward for a job well done. You know that expression yes. is, is Capricorn right there, and so this stellium is is showing us individually the transformation that can happen when we dedicate ourselves, the discipline and the focus and the karmic reward that can happen when we focus and discipline ourselves, the expansion in our lives, the way that discipline and focus can help our ourselves to grow. And then moon, the way in which we can feel emotionally satisfied by completion and the work that we do. And that's nice. I think, you know, we were talking a little bit about this before we we started, before we went on the air about how, you know, people don't generally want to hear about work. They don't want to hear that it's going to be work. You know, when you write a relationship book like I did, your editor says to you like, oh, no, don't mention work in in the title or anything (laughs) like that. You know, like people don't want to hear that relationships are work. They Uh want to hear that it's all magic and apple pie. 
and yeah. it's <laughs> and it's not everybody knows that that's married that they'll, they'll it's first thing they tell you right it's work and what is that work it's the work of it's the work of working it out mm-hmm. working out the differences working out the the um the 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 hard spots and Capricorn is always willing to get into that and do that hard work, whether it's in personal relationships or whether it's in career or whether it's in making something happen, making something mm. grow. Um, Capricorn is in the mud with with the best of us, you know, like making yes. things happen. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can't we can't really move forward without something like that. I mean, you're not going to get very far. You're not going to get very successful if you don't do that. It's just it goes hand in hand. So interesting. we mentioned subject. we mentioned this a, maybe in another show. But when I was younger, there was this funny book and it was called Think and Grow Rich. And it was by a guy named Napoleon Hill. And he had worked with Dale Carnegie and he had been around all these billionaires and he wrote this book called Think and Grow Rich, which was the another one of those precursor books to the secret, right? You know, like uh-huh, you can yeah. use your mind to attract the situation that you want in your life. And um, it was a good book. It was actually a really good book. And it did outline uh, how to attract wealth by using your mind. But all through the book, he says, and then there's the secret ingredient that I'm really not going to tell you what it is, right? So I'm going to tell you all these principles of your mind, but you can't just sit in your bedroom and think and grow rich. That's not Mm. how this works, right? You don't just Mm -hmm. sit in an armchair and think, I am wealthy, I am wealthy, I am wealthy, and then one day all of a sudden there's magical zeros in your bank account. So (laughs) that's that's not what he said. And we could try, but no. There's a mysterious ingredient, you know. There's a mysterious ingredient that you're going to have to figure out for yourself. And, you know, freaking, it's like, you know, you've got to work. You can't can't win the lottery unless you go and buy the lottery ticket. You've got to get off your butt and go do something. So action is the secret ingredient, and that's Mm. Capricorn. You, you can have all the yeah, Aries, action. Leo, Gemini visualizations that you want. You can add Great. to it yeah. the emotional passion of Scorpio. You can be right on the precipice of creating everything you ever wanted in your life. And if you don't do anything, it will not manifest. Yeah, I love that. Yes, yes. Even if you want to lose weight, you still have to go to the doctor to do a lipo consultation. I mean, it's either... <laughs> I mean, you know, (laughs) diet or exercise, right? (laughs) But I'm saying, even not doing that hard work, the hard work is still going to the the lipo doctor. Believe me, I'm sure if you've got to show up for lipo, that's a lot of hard work because there's a really (laughs) serious healing process. (laughs) Serious healing process after that. Yes. No. If you want to do anything, you have to show up and do the work. If you want to improve your body, you have to find a personal trainer. You don't just sit there in the armchair. Right. and say I am slim I am fit I am beautiful you know right. all those things, all those things take work yes they all do oh yeah oh yeah we're in Hollywood by the way people so we know we know when people say beauty we know they're working at it <laughs> it's, <laughs> something, it's something that everyone takes very seriously here and it's not something yes. you just sit in your armchair and just like oh yeah I didn't do anything I, uh, and I look like this. My eyebrows, mm-hmm. my lips, and my skin tone. So <laughs> it's very, 
don't look at me. Mm-hmm. I, you can tell by my eyebrows, my lips, and my skin tone that I don't do anything <laughs> to myself. <laughs> but that's okay because you know most of the time I'm I'm low lighting on a Zoom camera. So um, yeah. So Capricorn though, right? I, I, yes. Yeah. I do work. I do work hard. I do dedicate myself to. Uh, teaching and communicating what it is that we want to teach people about astrology and how it can help change our lives and how we can use it to facilitate our growth. And you and I spend a lot of our show time sometimes talking about um, what I used to call global energy. We talk about like, oh, Mercury going into Scorpio. What does that mean for us all? Right. But there's something else that's, that, that I think is in the subcontext of the show, which is that <clears throat> the inside connection is the knowledge that we gain for ourselves about ourselves and the work that we actually need to do. Well, everyone has Capricorn in their chart, even if you don't have a planet there. We all still are superimposed on an astrological wheel uh, as far as like a map of our lives. So all of us have a need for um, social identity and the work that we do in order to be able to create that social identity. If it's housewife, that's fine. That's Mm -hmm. the work that you do and it creates your social identity. If it's lawyer, astrologer, school teacher, or, you know, cashier at the grocery store, it's all good because that is the work that you do that establishes the social identity out in the world. There are a few other things that contribute to that. Are you married or not? Do you have children or not? You know, things like that. How much money do you have in your bank account? But even those things are not, uh, they don't have as much substance, so to speak, as to be able to say, well, what is it that you provide for us Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. a human being? What do you provide for all of us? That's right. the Capricorn in all of our charts. Right, right. What have you mastered? What have you have you worked at? You know, even if um, even if it's um, you know, I mean, watching TV all the time. That's probably a terrible one, but collecting the knowledge of the TV and, and being able to put that into you know work. I mean, there's. I think as a society we we just have to have some sort of social reputation among others it's it's how we kind of get ahead it's how things are structured and built is um you know i mean we get more money if we're more skilled it's identity it's identity in the tribe also right you were a healer you were a teacher you were a warrior you were a politician you were a medicine woman you helped women deliver babies you this and that i mean when you tell somebody for instance like that like i'm a, you're a doula or you're a maternity nurse or an obgyn like people are like wow okay cool like what you do for work is you bring new lives into the world that's awesome it gives you a place in society as well and it goes all the way back to tribal, you know, the way that you, when we were in much smaller groups, mm-hmm. someone would have to be the blacksmith. Someone would right. have to be the farmer. Someone uh-huh. would have to run the mercantile and someone would have to be the school teacher. And, and people gravitated towards those Capricornian identities based on who they think they are. We, mm. we, we gravitate towards an external expression of our work 
based on our identity, who we think we are, and then the subsequent social status unfolds beyond that. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. It's not just like that first, you know, like first impression that you get of somebody. It's like the skills and everything that's behind them. It's something that maybe you can't do. You're not associating yourself with. You're not the skilled farmer or, you know, that's what kind of differentiates us a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. You could always, I mean, you know, become an apprentice, I think, if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to step outside of your family social status, because if your father was a doctor, then you became the doctor. And so a lot of things were handed down in family ways. But I think that there were definitely children who were able to say, like, I don't really want to do that. And then they would go and they would get an apprenticeship or mentor and they would learn something else. And, um, and, and things did evolve in that way. But a lot of Capricorn, of course, being that it's in the 10th house is handed down from family. It comes from family identity because a lot of our identity is created there. It's what we know. Right. Way back then, that's where we started. Right. Exactly. And watching your parents when you're a three-year-old kid and don't know, you know, what's right or what's wrong. It's just, they are. I, I have um, a roommate who grew up and both of her parents were uh, pilots. And so she just, thought for the longest time that everybody's parents are pilots. Like, what's the big deal here? (laughs) Your parents are pilots? Like, what's going on? Sure. So it definitely, you know, and then she grew up, you know, being her family's adventurous and, you know, and and daring and likes to explore. And Did she learn to fly? No, she didn't, actually. I don't think she did. I don't think she did. She's a a, a teacher at a college based Sagittarius person nice yeah nice so this this collection of planets you know in one sign and it's sort of deep there must be a purpose for this sort of collective last visit you know we kind of titled the show this way because by mid-december Saturn and Jupiter are moving into Aquarius and then not in so many years, Pluto will be going into Aquarius also and following the, following these other planets in there. Right. And it's, um, it's a strong energy to be sitting in. We've been in it for a long time. Mm-hmm. We've been in Capricorn already for like 10 years Saturn's been in Capricorn for two and a half. Jupiter's been in Capricorn for an entire year. We've been really immersed in it. It certainly has given a lot of power to what you would think of as like hierarchical systems, power Mm. to corporations, power to government institutions, power to collective Mm groups power to the paternity as well power to mm. the, you know, the paternal influence on the planet and the movement towards Aquarius is going to be power to the people mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I think that that's going to be a real shift that we're going to experience starting of course right we have a new administration coming in yes in January and power is going to shift away from I want to say like old men, you know, it's, I think it's a part of it, old men, although of course those old men are 
are supposedly wise elders. That's why we look to older people to lead because they have the experience of years. But but there's going to be a movement away to a, a younger vision because the older people they don't see the impending necessity for change like the younger people do Mm -hmm. when it comes to climate, social justice, racial equality, Mm -hmm. you know, the Mm -hmm. younger people have had it. They've had it. They don't. Yeah. I mean, they're fed up, you know, they they've had it with, with all of this Capricorn energy. So (laughs) they have it. they, They want, they want change. They don't, they don't want, the same old, same old, you know, like, okay, we're in power. And so we're the oil corporations and we're the drug corporations. And so we're going to dictate, we're making the rules and you have to follow that. We're going to dictate the rules. Exactly. And so I think you're going to see a a renaissance in 21 and two, particularly while Saturn's in Aquarius and then 24 and five, when Pluto finally goes into Aquarius, we're going to have a collective movement towards power of groups and power to a progressive ideology that's the movement that we're headed into because without collective unity instead of all this disunity mm-hmm. the same thing i've said on the show before we're not there isn't going to be anything for us to govern it's really yeah. going to come cra- all come crashing down and if the coronavirus which was inspired by saturn conjunct pluto um you know, astrologically, the coronavirus is, is a, you know, sort of a taste of what happens when there's this much imbalance, when, when imbalance everything is, in, yeah. Between, between the people and between bigger organizations, between these people who we're supposed to be following the rules from. Authority between yeah. the individuals and authority and the imbalance is when authority um, is not checked by uh-huh. the people. The people. Then you yeah, end I mean, up with, right? You end up with situations like this. The major countries that have had the worst outbreaks are the ones with authoritarian leaders. The United States, Brazil, uh, Russia, horrible numbers. Horrible, yes. horrible numbers. And where are the numbers better? Canada, Europe in general. Because New Zealand, they, yeah, uh-huh. they, they lead, they lead, they lead, the people lead. The, the people, people lead. lead. Yeah, that's interesting, right? I mean, the it is about the people. It's very interesting that the leadership, because I was trying to think too, like what does, uh, what does, you know, this all mean? Like what we're, we are making that transition, but why did we have that kind of in the first place or what did it bring about for us? I mean, it did bring us these big structures. And I think you've said it before. If, if we had the coronavirus 30 years ago without internet, we would have been in a whole different dire situation. So we did, we do have structures that have been built in the past 10 years with Pluto and Capricorn. And then, the past two years, we've had more and more structure with these giant organizations. Amazon, for instance, is just like, you know, really filling in our lives a little bit and creating what we feel is structure and, you know, and the foundation and safety. But 
I think you're right. Maybe it's it's also the contrast or the comparison or now that we've had our fill of that, now that we've had enough space for these big conglomerates to come in, it's time for us to rise. It's, it's you know, in an astrological level, it has to do with the balance between Saturn and Uranus. And uh-huh. Saturn is very Capricorn. And Uranus is very Aquarius, right? Those are the rulerships right there. And when you look at the planets and their distance from the sun, right? Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, that comes next. Mm -hmm. And the Uranian energy is always trying to break down the structure, what no longer serves you. Yeah. And that's always going to come from mostly youth. Mm. Yes. Yeah, well, and it's always, I mean, it follows Saturn, you know, it's Saturn's first, you know, I mean, or this in this situation and in the Zodiac, Capricorn is before Aquarius. So it is that movement towards it. It's not the other way around. We build structure first, and then we decide that it no longer fits, that it no longer (laughs) works for us. You know, we we get jobs, and then we leave jobs, we get houses, and then we sell them. Um, Right. Right. Some people get wives, too, and decide they want to turn them over. But, you know, like, well, we do it when we're younger. We certainly, uh, hardly anybody marries their 18-year-old girlfriend. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not like that's super common. So we, we find what serves us by finding out what doesn't serve us. Mm-hmm. And we have, to, we have to really move into that and experience at many different levels mm-hmm. what it is that will help facilitate our growth back to that, you know, astrology and our purpose and the way we grow and finding out our potential through understanding our charts and understanding the signs and knowing that these energies are there for us to harness so that we can actualize who we are in the world so that we can put our uniqueness into manifestation. We can actually become what we're meant to be. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I mean, Aquarius too, it's, it's, um, I always like to think like Uranus and Aquarius. It's that's that energy of like when you have something that's bubbling inside and you've just like kept it under wraps but it's something that your heart really wants or you really want and you know it's that feeling and you know being you know the world suppressing it or your family suppressing it or you yourself suppressing um something that you want to change um is part of that is part of the the balance or the path that people go through and then getting to Aquarius, when it's finally like, you know what, enough is enough. I, I, this is true for me and I want to grow into it. So that's exciting energy coming up. It's very exciting. What is our world going to look like in another couple of years? I mean, I, we doing this Capricorn show and I feel like, you know, I mean, at least for California, for instance, we're getting more strict again. We're getting some, you know, Capricorn limitation with, staying inside, no traveling. Yeah, yeah, I think they're putting a curfew on us, right? We're we're, yes. we're getting we're getting a curfew put on us where we're going to have to be inside by like 11 o'clock and can't go out until 6 o'clock in the morning. 
So right. unless you're an essential worker, California is going into a partial nighttime lockdown. And so we're getting um, some some limitations yeah. put back on us, some rules back on us, I guess. Yes, very, very, very Capricorn. And yes. it feels constrictive mm-hmm. and it feels limiting, but it also feels like an opportunity for us to discipline ourselves again. And that's right. the that's the, the you know, two edged sword of Saturn. It feels constrictive to have to brush your teeth, you know, like it feels constrictive to have to go to sleep. Who, who, yes. who wants to go to sleep? Wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to go to sleep? You know, like and yet we yes. and yet we do and we have to say to ourselves, like, Oh, I've got to get up at six thirty in the morning. I better be to bed now because it's ten forty five, you know, and if mm-hmm. you know that, then you're already disciplining yourself and that's Saturn. That's the positive mm-hmm. side of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. We, talk, we keep talking about Saturn and Capricorn in almost like as interchangeable words because Saturn rules Capricorn. These two energies have to do with responsibility and hard work and dedication and discipline. And that's why this stellium, you know, as Christina was just mentioning, can feel like constriction or it can feel like discipline. What, how do you handle the responsibilities of your life? Do you know how to have a good diet? Do you know how to exercise and take care of your body? Do you know how to get up in the morning and show up for work on time? Do you know how to moderate your personal habits and not drink too much and not smoke too much? Do you know how to, you know, like make your bed in the morning? It it's all Saturn. It's all All of it. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's. I mean, and there's a reason too that you know Saturn and Capricorn are are associated with maturity. You know, you don't really have that, all those responsibilities as a kid. You get you get food three times a day. You get, you know, I mean, having to go to sleep when you don't want to is not really fun. But as we get older, we do take on more responsibility. We do take on, um, some of you us know, do. The, well, yeah, some of us, hopefully. Some of us do. Well, some a, people you know, are. Some people are unstructured. They they grow up yes. and no one ever set any limits on them. Right. And then so how are those people great. working out now? Well, they lose elections. Oh. <laughs> nice, nice plug. <laughs> yes, right. They don't, I mean, unfortunately, to be successful in life, I mean, you can't get all the way to the presidency, apparently. But... <laughs> You can, you can, but you know, it all can keep it if you have no discipline, Mm -hmm. if you have no discipline and no one's ever set any limits on you, then that's eventually going to turn people off. It's not a turn on, you don't want to be like, Oh, you're an amazing leader. You have no discipline. Yay. (laughs) Like what, what is that? That doesn't, that doesn't, that's not a role model for people for, it's not a role model for success. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The antithesis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The bullies of the world might have little crowds of people that surround them, but they don't usually have big crowds surrounding them and cheering them on. Not, not in a happy way. Not in a, we love you kind of way. Yes in maybe a fearful way. I, I was right. I was just reading before the show actually that um 
the headline, today's headline, especially with our show's title, you know, the show's titles, um, the old guard, Bolsonaro, the Brazilian president, beams as Putin praises his masculinity. If that isn't the old guard grasping to try to stay in power, Capricorn, these people who want want to be leaders, but with kind of outdoing the hard work. I mean, a lot of their people are dissatisfied with them. So it's interesting, interesting timing of all of this, watching these world leaders and, and were they wearing were they wearing clothes at the time? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's an old picture. I don't know. <laughs> I want to be like you're a man. You're a real man. I, I want to tell you how much I admire your masculinity. Oh, Why, thank you, comrade. Oh, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like, right. For God, for God's sake, what is that? What is I that? Don't like, know. God dang, go stroke well, yourself. I mean, I mean, Americans, I think, are, yeah, seriously, Americans are taking on their own responsibility. They're, I think that they're trying to find out, or they're finding out how it's not watching the leaders. It's it's doing our own responsibility. Yeah, it is. And, and that whole Capricorn masculinity theme, exactly. We're going to be moving away from that. We're mm-hmm. going to be moving towards collective consciousness, groups, friends, friendship, mm-hmm. community. We're going to be really pulling together in, in like-minded communities. And with that perfect, you know, segue note, I can't believe our time is up. We have Already. a community here, the community mm. of people who love astrology and our astrological community and the people who want to grow through inner growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find out more about Christina Martin and I directly if you'd like to work with us by going to sageofstars.com. Find us on social media platforms there. Otherwise, we won't be here next week because of Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And we'd like to say good night tonight. We'll see you in two weeks. Good night.